Hi everybody, welcome to episode 29 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, what is an exposure compensation? Exciting, huh? I'm your host Rick and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help you and I with our photography and no more. And slow down. Sorry, I was getting a bit excited then. Getting towards a big number. Okay, what is exposure compensation? Exposure compensation is a feature in cameras allowing you to quickly adjust the suggested camera settings to get a better exposure than will be achieved with the suggested camera settings. On a Canon DSLR, which I use, this is done simply by rotating the quick control reel on the back of the camera. Did I say control reel then? I meant wheel. Sorry. Why is this useful? This is one of those times when I had to get the books out. Some people might be shocked by that, but... um. There's a few fundamental things that I quite often get wrong. This is one of them. So, why is exposure compensation useful? Well, meters on cameras tend to read everything as 18% grey. If you photograph a scene with a lot of snow, or a white beach, anything with lots of white in it. But we'll stick with the snow because it's a good example. If you didn't do anything about it, the snow would look grey. It wouldn't look crisp and white, it would look dreadful. If you photograph something that was predominantly black... This would also be more grey than black. I don't mean grey-grey, but like the snow would be a grey-white and the black thing would be more of grey-black. So exposure compensation is a quick way to give an image more or less exposure, which will help you to get true whites and true blacks, which at the end of the day are what you're looking at when you take a photo, and that's what we want to recreate. To photograph snow, for example, you need to apply one or two stops of positive compensation. Going back to my quick control wheel, that should be two, one or two turns to the right. So how does exposure compensation work? As I said, on a Canon 6D, which is what I use, yes, I still use a Canon 6D, would you believe? You turn the quick control dial to the right to give more exposure and to the left to give less exposure. I have no idea how other makes of cameras do this, to be perfectly honest with you, but the principles are the same. Check out your camera manual, which you've all got and read, of course, by now, following a previous episode, and you'll be able to find out for yourselves. Thinking about it, if I was going to tell you how to do this on every camera, we'd be here for more than 10 minutes, wouldn't we? 10 years, more like. When should you adjust the exposure? Basically, when there's a lot of white or a lot of black in a photo. Also, in tricky lighting when the camera doesn't give you the exposure you want. If you take a photo, there's a setting you can choose on a lot of cameras. It's called clipping. Clipping is where you haven't recorded all the highlights or all the shadows. And if you get that set, if there's any clipping in a photo, it'll appear as like a blinking, normally flashing red area on the screen. That tells you that something needs to be adjusted. We go back to the histogram. A very handy thing which I'll come on to in another episode, but for now we'll stick with exposure compensation. So the exposure isn't correct or isn't good enough, and that's when you use exposure compensation. Cameras these days are very clever, lots of technology packed into them, but they're still not as good as human eyes and the brain that receives the images. Nowhere near actually. That's why you can't take everything that you can see in the scene in one photo ordinarily, unless you've got a very, very expensive camera book. Another one for another time. So what's one stop exposure compensation? This is when you adjust the exposure by a full stop. Now this halves or doubles the amount of light that gets to the camera sensor. On my Canon 6D, the wheel goes in third increments. So three clicks to the right is a full stop. 
three clicks to the left is a full stop. I didn't need to tell you that second bit, did I? That was blindingly obvious. Now, does exposure compensation increase noise? No, it does not. It's just technique to quickly change the camera settings. If you go into Google, this is a surprising frequently asked question, which I thought I'd throw in here, um, save you um, having to look for yourselves. Don't forget, you're not doing anything funky. It's not doing any tricky or anything. It's just another way of changing the exposure of an image. It's a quick way. In a conscious way, you can change the exposure. So what changes with exposure compensation? Now, when I say what changes, what physically happens? This was another bit that I wasn't really sure about. I'm not going to lie to you. And there is a little twist at the end of this too. With my Canon 6D in shutter priority mode, I'll come on to camera modes in probably the next episode. And this is called TV for time value. The aperture changes by the amount of exposure compensation selected. Just to explain, shutter priority is a picture taking mode where you select the shutter speed and the camera selects the aperture. Unusually in photography, this one makes sense. In aperture priority mode, the shutter is changed by the application of exposure compensation. Aperture priority is a picture taking mode where you select the aperture and the camera selects the shutter speed. So that makes sense as well. In program AE, I'm using Canon terms here, so apologies if you are a user of any other manufacturer of camera. Exposure compensation, which I nearly got wrong then, changes both the shutter and the aperture. Bear that in mind if you're in P mode. And it's not P for professional, it's P for program. What does, what modes does exposure compensation work in? As I said, on the 60 as an example, aperture priority, shutter priority, program AE. It cannot be used in manual mode. Now, this is where I have a bit of a problem. I put my camera in manual mode. I turn the exposure compensation wheel and it worked. It changed the aperture. Now, maybe I've um, made a funky custom setting somewhere, which I don't remember, but I've had the camera for a number of years now. Yeah, it can't be used in manual mode. Let's stick with that. And all the creative modes that you get, the ones with the nice little pictures of someone swimming or running or fishing or climbing or pirouetting or whatever there is. I don't think exposure compensation works in those. Does exposure compensation affect image quality? No, it does not. It's just a technique that changes the camera settings. This is another frequently asked question in Google, which I was surprised to see, which I'm happy to put to bed here. Does exposure compensation affect raw files? Well, yes, because all you're doing is changing the camera settings. The raw file is what you tell the camera to record with the settings you've selected. It's no different to using manual mode and selecting settings. No different at all. Again, another frequently asked question according to the Google. How do you set exposure compensation in manual mode? Well, I got ahead of myself before, didn't I? I've already told you about my um, miraculous 6D, which does exposure compensation in manual. I'll move on from that. Sorry about that. I should have taken that one out, shouldn't I? Right, recap. Exposure compensation is a feature in cameras allowing you to quickly adjust the suggested camera settings to get a better exposure than would be achieved with the suggested camera settings. So you've got to remember one thing. The camera doesn't know what it's looking at. It's just looking, it's being pointed at something and it's making calculations without the intelligence of the human eye and brain. I use that term loosely, certainly with current events going on. Right, what I want you to do, I want you to do this one thing for me. Try exposure compensation. See how you get on with it. Two. Uh, sorry, I didn't do number one there, did I? Number one, do this one thing. Try exposure compensation. Number two, tell me how it went on Twitter. Send me a message at Rick Photo. 
three, subscribe to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode, of course. This helps me. Four, rate and review my podcast if you've enjoyed this episode, of course. This helps me. Five star ratings would be wonderful too. Five, tell someone you know about my podcast. This also helps me, especially if it's someone who's interested in photography and you think might enjoy my um my English ramblings. Okay, nearly done. Next episode. In the next episode, I think I'm just going to get straight into the different image capture modes. It makes sense. I've mentioned them for the first time. And I am trying trying to get a, a logic and a flow. One episode follows on from another one. So there's a, you know, a bit of a bit of a logic, as I said, to, to each episode. Okay, thank you very much for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. Check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work, as well as my blog, where you can learn lots more about photography. You can also find all the episodes that have been published to date and also a list of the questions. Ah, I was going to get on to that. Let me know if there is a photography thing that you want me to explain and I will add it to my list. Just check out my website, click on the podcast tile. There's a few pages there, easy to find. If I explain your thing, I'll give you a shout out on that episode and also a link to your website if you have one. This episode, which has gone over 10 minutes, but don't really care, it's fine, was brought to you by the power of Yorkshire Tea. No, I'm not sponsored by them. That's the tea I drink. It's a bit early for anything else, but hey, after this, who knows? I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again for listening to me and for giving me 10 minutes of your valuable time, and I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.